So we're going to sing our first carol, and that's O Come More Ye Faithful. Oh 
adore Him. Oh, come, let us adore Him. Oh, come, let us adore Him, Christ the Lord. Please set or stand to sing. Okay, so it seems like there's nothing ordinary about Christmas. Everything's shiny and bright, and the shops all lit up, and uh, people get very excited. Even a pair of socks can seem excited <laughs> if they're wrapped in Christmas paper. So we're going to start. Um, with something, an ordinary thing to do, we're going to light our Advent candle, candles, two candles, um, not four candles. Uh, um, so, Amelia, would you like to come and light them? No? Okay. Uh, Philip? Could be a while. Which ones do we have to light? That one and that one. Oh, it's going out. Careful. That's it. Good love. 
Thank you, John. And this one in the front. Great job. Excellent. Round of applause, everybody. Super job. We've got our first two readings now uh, from Ruth and Clive. Well done, Ruth. I was just testing. <laughs> so, on our next carol is O Come, O Come, O Manual. This first reading is from Isaiah chapter 9, verses 2, 6, and 7. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of the deep darkness, a light has dawned. For us, a child is born, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. This is the word of the Lord. Spring come and 
Jesus foretold. In the sixth month, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favoured. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favour with God. You will be with child and give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin? The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you, so the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she who was said to be barren is in her sixth month, for nothing is impossible with God. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May it be to me as you have said. Then the angel left her. Joseph accepts Jesus as his son. This is how the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law, and yet, did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son And you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, He did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he did not consummate their marriage 
until she gave birth to a son and he gave him the name Jesus. So we have our ordinary box. Mary and Joseph were very ordinary, just ordinary people like you and me. She was probably only 13 or 14. And she probably helped her mum around the house. Joseph was an ordinary carpenter from Nazareth. He made things out of wood. He planned to marry Mary, but she came to him with news that she was pregnant. Joseph was sad because he knew it wasn't his baby. What should he do? He went to bed sad. It's a really nice cushion, this. There are two ordinary young people, and the Christmas story is about ordinary people like them, and ordinary people like you and me. God is interested in ordinary people, people who think they're no one special, or perhaps they're too old, or they're too young, or they're the wrong colour. People whose plans get changed and they aren't sure what to do. It sounds like me, and I'm pretty sure it sounds like you too. We're now going to have a reading from Amelia, followed by Carol once in Royal Davis City. After the Roman Empire, Augustus, and issues an order, everyone in the Roman Empire must register at the, his town he came from. Augustus wanted to make sure he had everyone on his list that he had paid their taxes. Joseph's family descended from King David, so he had to go to Bethlehem where King David was born. He had to take Mary on a long, long journey south through hills, 80 miles of rough dirt roads, and the donkey carried the food, warm cloaks and for the chilly nights, and clothes for the baby who was due to be born any day. Mary was really tired when he arrived at last, and there was nowhere for them to stay. The inn was crowded with travellers, the, in the innkeeper felt sorry for Mary, but the only place she had left was the stable. It was dirty, smelly in there with the animals. At least Mary could rest, and there were nowhere else. That night Mary's baby was born. He wrapped him up warmly in the clothes she had made for him and put them in the manger to sleep.
shepherds living out in fields keeping watch over their flocks at night an angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were terrified but the angel said to them do not be afraid I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people today in the town of David a saviour has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom his favour rests. When the angels had left them, and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Did you spot on an extraordinary people, the shepherds? They were looking after their sheep, watching their thoughts, not watching their socks. <laughs> the shepherds were dead ordinary people. They weren't used to angels. They weren't used to invitations because they were probably a bit smelly being out in the fields all the time. So imagine when they get an invitation. You are invited by the heavenly host 
the rest of the shepherds, to see the newborn king at the stable next to the inn. Signed, Gabriel. And now our next carol. Hark the Herald Angels. this morning I will say Lord in our waiting and ask you to respond we offer you our prayers Lord in our waiting we offer you our prayers as we journey through this Advent season just as Mary and Joseph journeyed to Bethlehem may we too be filled with the excitement and expectation of your arrival help us Lord to keep our eyes fully opened and focused on you Awaken our hearts to you so that when Christ arrives, we will be prepared and ready to receive him in all his glory and fullness. Lord, in our waiting, we offer you our prayers. <clears throat> we pray for your church throughout the world and Christians everywhere as we gather and journey together towards a celebration of your coming on that first Christmas Eve. As always, we are grateful to be a part of your church family here in West Cheltenham, led by Rod and Janice. We shall miss Sharon this Christmas, but wish her well in her retirement and her new life in Clevedon. As the Christmas celebrations approach, may we be welcoming and friendly to each other and especially towards visitors coming into our churches. Lord, we pray that this welcome might continue well into the new year and beyond. Lord, in our waiting, we offer you our prayers. <clears throat> Loving Lord, 
We sing carols and hear words of scripture. Help us to remember the birthday of Jesus, the real meaning of Christmas. May we share together in the song of the angels, the gladness of the shepherds and the worship of the wise men. Show us how to close the door of hate and open the door of love all over the world. As we exchange gifts and greetings with our family and friends this Christmas, may our words and actions be accompanied by kindness and good intention. Lord, in our waiting, we offer you our prayers. <clears throat> Finally, Lord, we offer prayers for people we know who are sad and lonely, especially at this time of the year, when everything is bright and people seem to be happy. We pray too for those who are grieving, the recent loss of a loved one and facing a very different Christmas this year. Feel free to name silently aloud or aloud people in your thoughts or on your hearts today. Jerry. You care for each and every one of us and we thank you for giving us your peace and protection not just in this, Christ this season of Christmas, but always. Lord, in our waiting, we offer you our prayers. Amen. So now we've got the extraordinary box. There's nothing ordinary about Christmas. We wear silly jumpers. Sausages wear bacon. <laughs> An ordinary roast dinner gets supersized and we all give and receive presents. There's lots of effort put in to make it extra special. But Christmas has always been extraordinary. In our songs and readings, we hear about the angels that spoke to Mary and Joseph and to the shepherds. There's nothing ordinary about meeting an angel. We had an announcement recently about a new king, Charles, and it was announced with the blowing of trumpets, which you'll be glad to know I haven't had, <laughs> and the waving of flags. Who, who waved flags when the king was um, coronated, crowned? Coron yeah. <laughs> and it was extraordinary that when the angels spoke to Joseph, they told him he was going to have a baby boy. And they told him what his name was going to be, and they told him what his job was going to be. Imagine if that happened now. You're having a baby boy and you have to call him Nigel and he's going to be a plumber. <laughs> the shepherds heard that something extraordinary had happened. God's angels arrived with good news. Really, really good news. They even gave them some clues as to where to find the baby. It would be newborn, lying in a feeding box, and then strips of cloth. That's all pretty extraordinary. Our next carol is away in a manger.
Now we've got our baby box. Mary hadn't done the things uh, that you normally have to do to get pregnant, and yet she had a baby. This baby was God's son. How extraordinary was that? He looked so ordinary. Yep. Ten fingers and ten toes, two ears, two eyes and a nose. Dead ordinary. He did ordinary things. Just like any other human baby. Even pooping. Ordinary and extraordinary at the same time. They gave him the name Jesus, which in that part of the world is pretty ordinary. But it means saviour. And that God had stepped into our world to save us. How extraordinary. The shepherds were the first to meet him. And they were usually the ones that were left out. Extraordinary. What about you? Mary wanted to ponder. She thought about what had happened and what was said to her. She kept thinking how brilliant it all was. Could you do the same this Christmas? Joseph did what the angel said and he called the baby Jesus. He believed this baby was to be the saviour of the world. What do you believe? Would you like to know more? The shepherds were so excited that they rushed out to tell everyone the good news. We can do the same. Our final carol, George of the World. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive the King. Let every heart Sing and heaven nature sing and heaven heaven nature sing. Joy to the world, the Savior reigns. Let men their song. 
and a final prayer. Father God, we just thank you for sending your son, Jesus, into this world to be our saviour. We thank you, Lord, that in these times of darkness, that Jesus is the light of the world. Lord, we just pray that he will shine into our hearts this Christmas. In Jesus' name, amen. So we meet here every Sunday for anybody that uh, has not been before, and everyone's welcome to join us. We especially welcome you to our cafe church, which is on the fifth Sunday um, when there is one in the month. The next one is in March. Next Sunday, the 17th, we're here on um, Christmas Eve, the 24th, we're at St Mark's for a joint service. Service here on Christmas Day and then back to St Mark on the 31st of December. Um, I've got two other notices and Janice has got one as well. Um, at the end of the service, or when we've had a coffee uh, or tea, um, the chairs need to be moved back for the last time in this uh, calendar year um, for um, mums and tods coming in. And also, it, it might be a bit late, um, but rather than write individual cards for everybody in the church, if you want to leave one card at the back of the church addressed to everybody, that would be great. Janice. Uh, yeah, uh, a couple of uh, opportunities for shining the light of Jesus a bit broader out in the community. So this coming Saturday, it's Christmas on the Square. It's organised by the Community Activities Team, and I've been supporting them in that. It starts at 4.15, uh, Edinburgh Place. There's lots of activities going on, wreath-making uh, and various things, and lighting up the Christmas tree at 6 o'clock. And then that will be followed with carols around the tree. So if you can come and join us for some carol singing, if you like singing carols, it'd be brilliant if you can come and join us for that, 6 o'clock on the Square, but it starts at 4.15. And then some more carol singing. Those of you that live a little further abroad over in... Uh, Springbank, we've got carols at the community cafe um, on Friday the 20-whatever-it-is of December, 22nd of December, and that's 6 o'clock, I think, um, and they'll be advertising, and it might be 6.30, but uh, yeah, we'll be singing carols then and spreading the joy of Christmas in that community as well. If you can join us, that'd be great. Thank you. Would somebody like to bring the offering up, please? Thanks, Father God, we just thank you for everything that you give to us that uh, helps us to live a full life. Lord, we offer you back the, this money uh, in this um, basket through our direct debits and standing orders or any other ways we might give. And I ask you, Lord, to use it for your glory. Amen. We've now got coffee and tea over to my right and prayer over to my left. 